welcome to Badly Written Boy, a reciting of my teenage years and my 20s, now as a 40-something. How do I remember all these things? I wrote it all down in a diary. Badly. Enduring with me on this retrospective, cringeworthy experience is my wife, who has never read my diaries. Welcome to another insightful and enlightening episode of Badly Written Boy. How are you today, Jess? Uh, good. Feeling a little bit Christmassy. Yep, a little bit Christmassy, a little bit tired. We've just been to Santa's Wonderland today, indulging the kids in a bit of festive action. I agree. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm going to bring any fun facts today. All right. I felt like last episode was a little bit slower um, but we were very tired in the last episode as well. Were we? Yeah. We did have the adult shop last episode, though. Yeah, that was a cracker. That was a bit of a highlight for the... Yeah. And we're getting towards the back end of 2004 now. And we've got, like, we're doing a month in episode at the moment because there's an entry every single day. Mm. Uh, so it's taking a while to get through 2004, but it's starting to get interesting so, yeah, September the what, 1st. That you masturbate more. <laughs> like, there's nothing happening with girls. I've changed countries. We've all been hanging out for you to get with a girl for 18 episodes or whatever we are. Uh-huh. So it's not getting more interesting in that respect. No, but change of scenery. Yes. Yeah. And you are back to Back to Brisbane, my hometown. Change of scenery, but not change of attitude. No. But I've only been back a month. This is true. And, and I, on day three, you wanted to move out of your dad's house because it was too much like hard work. Yeah, we'll see what's next. We're into September. I decided I would go for another swim at QUT. Despite the recent whim of swimming, I still have cravings for the local junk food. I'm a whore to the cherry ripe industry. <laughs> I was invited around to the Mortons in the evening. Irene arrived about half five to pick me up. Wasn't, isn't Irene the one that nearly walked in on the couch pornography at your mum's house? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wasn't expecting to stay the night there, but the invitation was there. So I thought, why the hell not? Let the people drink. At varying speeds, ranging from static to ludicrous, we sped down the highway in Irene's green Hyundai Coupe. It's a nice house they have down there. Laurie and Alan are most hospitable. I also met Pam and her boyfriend, Glenn. It was more relaxing at the dinner table where Irene cooked up a storm. An entree of prawns and steak bites. Then for mains, it was a bloody gorgeous steak and creamy sauce, causing unsightly over-salivation. You are gross. <laughs> I'm just sitting there dribbling. So I mean, like, why would you say Welcome. that? Welcome. The conversation was often hilarious, crude or otherwise. The jokes all came out. Alan's post-dinner scotch was most worthy of a mention. With the majority of the household vacated and retired, a game of cards broke out between myself and Irene. Ego left at the door. There was no threat here. However, when poker becomes strip poker, there are several exotic paths the game could take. As the clothes were shared... It is this real? I, I can't. I don't know. As the clothes were shared, it dawned on me that some quick thinking was in order. I was unsure to how appropriate a pass on Irene would be. As it turned out, it was she who seized the moment as less innocent scenes ensued. <laughs> did you just lose your virginity? I don't think I did. Why were you playing strip poker with her? I I don't even remember playing strip poker, but I, I vaguely remember that that evening. Yeah. I am, like, massively shocked. Well, it's obviously she's going to be the one that would make the move. Well, day after. <laughs> Irene and I decided to keep things hush-hush, which meant breakfast was a complete act. After that, she had to leave for work, and a brief, reassuring encounter in the bathroom led me to believe this, was, this probably wasn't a one-off. <laughs> 
I want to know what you did. You guys were like at least half naked because you were playing strip poker the night before. I think we we slept in the same room, obviously, but I can't remember much beyond that. My goodness, I think, you can't push it with because surely you remember. I, I think she wanted to, to like get it on, but I didn't want to. Let's get it on. <laughs> I didn't want to go all the way. It's probably for the best. Yeah. She first encountered with a woman. Oh, your boobs don't feel like a bag of sand at all. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie and Ellen gave me a lift back to Brisbane, which was nice because it's bloody ages away. I was tired when I got back. I'd only had a few hours sleep. I wonder why. I'm surprised. I'm surprised this day isn't more exuberant. Like after getting off with someone. Uh-huh. Despite this, I would decide I would go to the city, but not just for swimming. The Queensland contingent of the Olympic team were out in the city doing a welcome home congratulations parade. I got some photos. It was Grant Hackett and Jody Henry, who was unbelievably fit who I'd gone down to see. Once home again, I just vegged out and when dad came home, he cooked another boring meal. Oh, this is the start of the whole sequence of boring meals. <laughs> I'll probably get into it a bit later on, but his, I hope so. his cooking consisted of maybe like three different really intensely dull meals. Yeah. Um, I've my- really experienced the best, but I'll be Irene and the worst of cooking over the past few days. Uh-huh. Then later on, I took in the Broncos game, got flagged by the Panthers and checked my emails. I haven't been talking to anyone familiar and suddenly feel distant. Very distant. Well, you're not distant from Irene, are you? No, getting a bit uh, a bit close. A bit I, I cannot believe. I am shocked that one, you haven't gone into like very specific detail, but two, that you just, I thought you'd be like on a massive high on like the day after and just be like, this is the best day of my life. Of like... Kissed a girl on the face. I've like touched a vagina. Like, this is a good day. And you just like kind of were like at a reassuring touch in the morning. Yeah, it's, well, yeah play, playing it. it down. Yeah. Maybe I think there's more to come. Playing cool. I sent Irene a text. The longer I go without hearing from her, the more dreamlike Thursday night becomes. Panicked, panicked. <laughs> so I've got the number. I haven't like texted straight away well, last time you had a girl's number you were being super cool as well and being like oh i don't text like on the first day taking it slow having looked at the job ads in the paper i decided to follow through and call some of the casual positions for a short-term cash flow a sales and marketing group imm offered an interview this afternoon great i thought so i got the train down and after a disaster scenario not being able to find the place i eventually arrived in a more sweaty state than anticipated i didn't know what to expect Is the job hunting process different here? Another lady came in and filled in an application form. My lateness overlapping on her appointment, I thought. The manager entered uh, a second time and invited me upstairs in an office where the interview would be conducted. The interview went fine. Their theory is to flog brand name goods in order to embed the name of the brand into the heads of the customer face-to-face. I successfully booked my passage through to an open day tomorrow, 9 to 5, I was at this point aware of my own commitment and slightly egotistical in my success. Then back home after a job with dad, he tells me he thinks it's a con. He reckons I'll only get paid a measly amount on commission and that the handout I was given had all the hallmarks of a scam. I disregarded his opinion, but then succumbed to the transparency of it all. The con was on. Then he spoiled his former wisdom with unfounded advice on why I should become a landscape labourer in order to familiarise myself 
with contractors <laughs> and not, clients. That's not how it works. <laughs> this is the next sentence. This is not how it works. And he has taken one step forwards and two steps back in convincing me he's not an asshole, which he is. <laughs> After the fruitless excursions of yesterday, I couldn't be bothered with anything serious today. After everything that has been happening, I've been somewhat paranoid. I rang, spelt with a W. Rang, rang. IMM this morning to pull out of the deal with today and any further involvement. I got a text off Irene. Ooh. Wondering how I was doing. I was glad of this because she's been quiet and I really don't know how she's feeling about us now. <gasps> you didn't even say me, you said us. I told her about the interview and everything. Sounds like she's having a wicked time on the Gold Coast with her mates. Wish I was there. Would be good to get away from the bullshit pressure of that. She'd been there for a week. <laughs> like, this is too much. I need a holiday. <laughs> Already looking for a way out. <laughs> Dad gave me a random girl's mobile number. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. How, how did he get... She was called Jess. Was she? Yeah. How did he get this random girl's mobile number? Uh, I think it was from a bushwalking club. And <laughs> so... He was just awesome. trying to hawk around. I have for like, a single son. Yeah. <laughs> this is an old fashioned way of like trying yeah. to hook me up with someone else. You're single, he's single. And it was like before the days of camera phones, so he couldn't even show you a picture or show her a picture of you. Yeah. Today, in regards to the work experience I'm seeking, I thought it's only going to happen if I make it happen. Anti up. I bit the bullet, I whipped open the yellow pages. Anti up. Dump that fool. Anti up. Kidnap that fool. Get him, get him, get him. Get him, get him, get him. <laughs> I whipped open the yellow pages, looked up landscape architects, and cold called every one of them. That is, that's pretty good. No more part-time job to get the dollars in bullshit. I can get the work experience and get some money. And now after a successful day of calling around, I have about 10 firms who want to take a look at my CV. I'm thinking if even half of those take any notice of it, then at least one will be willing to give me a shot. That girl's number dad gave me proved to be an all-too-curious white rabbit. I sent her a message um, saying I'm up for a night out tomorrow, to which I've not yet had a reply. That's quite a specific time frame. Yeah. So like, oh, do you, you know, fancy catching up? It's like, a, yeah. you want to go out tomorrow? I'm going out. And a night on the town is like a big first date with someone that you have no idea who they are. Yeah. It's not even like she's bumped into you and had a 10-minute conversation. And she's... I won't have seen any pictures or anything. And also, your dad isn't the most fun person ever yeah so you know like if i was like really good friends with like an older guy and i thought he was great fun he was like look i've got a son i'm like great totally want to meet him Uh if i was like friends or like knew of an older person that was like a bit more dull Uh and he was like I'll tell you what I've got. I've got a son for you i'd you know be less inclined it could be a disaster scenario and it could, or could it be a sympathy, a sympathy date or something? Yeah, but like she's never met you. Like I feel like sympathy dates, like people get into sympathy dates because the guy is right in front of them, mm. and they're like, "Oh, do you not want to date me because I'm not attractive?" And you're like, mm. "Oh no, it's not that you're not attractive. I'm just very, very busy." That's a sympathy date. I feel like this because she can just completely ignore you because she's never met you. Uh huh. Is what's going to happen. Also, I've just recently had some success. So why am I... With what? With date? Oh, I thought you meant like recently in the real world then. Like now I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? I was like, what do you mean you've had success exchanging numbers? We're reading diaries, Jess. I know, but you confused me. You said recently. And to me, recently is like 2023. Yeah. I was slightly traumatized. Okay, Okay. no, this is good. 
Yeah. So recently had some success with Irene, um, and but I'm still looking for other action. Yeah. That's fine, I guess, because I'm not really. You are a young. You did say us though. Yeah. You didn't say she was checking on me. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. Having almost exhausted my send-off and graduation piggy banks, my life is literally going to come to a grinding halt. The 20 bucks I have to my name is not going to get me far. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. As for the night out I was supposed to have tonight, well, I had to just ditch that. As the random girl dad told me about Jess rang, I had no other choice than to say I was skint, but that we should do it another time. Oh, so she did ring you. Yeah. What a bummer. She sounded nice, too. I went swimming again at QUT, getting faster all the time. Then in the evening, Dad fed me some of his disgusting fish again, <laughs> which I starved myself in an attempt to force down when the meal arrived. Amazing. <laughs> I was keen to know what Irene's plans were for this week, so I texted her. I need to know where things are going, and I feel like the only way I can sort this out is when she's around. Today, I went shopping with Dad. We went to a different shopping centre called Stafford City, not only for some food, but also new footwear. I assume he's paying for this because you have no money. Yeah, proceed. There were no appropriate walking shoes, specifically for a walk on the 3rd of October. So instead, I got these trainers Dad regards highly called Dunlop K26. Oh, my God. I think you show me a picture of these. These are like the quintessential like the daddiest dad, dad shoes, yeah. They're like um, a couple of shades of pastel-y kind of blue. Yeah. And they, they just look like something from another decade. And that's what your dad's like, though. If your dad's paying, he's going to get something that he likes. Yes. Like, yeah. he, he's gone through several several pairs of these Dunlop yeah. K26s. Yeah. And he's going to buy me a pair. Yeah. If, he, if you're going to ask him for shoes, he will buy them, but they will be the ones that he wants to get. Yeah. I will mould you in the shape of me. Yeah. I tried them on, and despite looking like crap, I accepted that they're better for jogging in than my trendy Sambas. This evening I went to Broncos v Storm game at the Sun Cup Stadium. 31,000 folk turned out to cheer Gordon Tallis's last home game. The Broncos legend. He enjoyed it with Haley and Dane despite the fact that we lost 14-31. We all applaud you, Gordy. I was forced to get up early so we'd go and pick up Granny and Grandpa from Redcliffe. Forced to get out of your bed, out of your pit. We had planned a day trip up to Mullaney, which I was personally very interested in. See that old place in the town of Mullaney itself? We stopped for morning tea in a very recognisable picnic area back in onto Forest. So Mullaney was uh, where Granny and Grandpa had uh, a second house mm-hmm. for, for a period. And I think they sold it in the mid to late 80s. But we used to go up there for like a little getaway. It became familiar still as we drove along to where the old house was. The now subdivided property is only recognisable for its views back across the mountain range. The house in place now is more of modern architectural value, which I liked, but Granny did not. A lengthy debate on where the main driveway once existed broke out. I have very little recollection of the place. After that, it was mainly scenic driving through the sloping countryside. We went home past the instantly identified big pineapple. Back at Granny, she outlined the widespread dismay amongst cousins of the selling of Kiana Road. Undeniable resentment all around. And it must have only just happened then. Yeah, I think Granny used to get a bit sad when she saw old places that she used to live in. Yeah. That had... Um, you know, been sold and, you know, the same thing happened to Kiana Road and she obviously felt the same about Mulaney. Yeah. It took a while to get myself motivated this morning. I was too engrossed in my music I was listening to under my covers. The light only getting through at the themes of the many squares that made up the cover, creating a club effect in my shoddy microcosm. I call bed. Once up, the effort to make bacon and eggs deterred me and I instead divulged in the multicolored sugary goodness of Fruit Loops. Divulged. Is that the right word? And he's written indulged. Digressed. No, indulged. 
I'm surprised you'd have Fruit Loops in the house. And I suppose you had the money to buy them. Well, I think I'd go with him for the grocery shopping <laughs> and, and make like, him pay. And just put things in the basket when he's not looking. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the disgusting fish. Yeah, exactly. You'll never That's notice the, the multicoloured box of the Fruit Loops. Yeah. Later on, I decided I would invade Dad's cupboard of photos. So much to look at. I do not like those of me. I don't think I'm photogenic the majority of the time and I prefer to portray myself in person when introducing myself. When the photo is taken and someone sees it, if they haven't met you, you may forever be known as the guy with the wonky eye or weird quiff of hair, when in fact you may have just seen a wasp out of the corner of your eye or been licked by some desperate cat. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you come up with this stuff, honestly? I mean, that's me talking about what, you know, how you portray yourself in social media, isn't it? Yeah, well, essentially... It's the same as like online dating as well. People are just judging off a picture, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's what uh, Tinder would eventually become. I was on form today. I smashed my Tetris record, level eight start, half million score, 202 lines, level 20 finish. Boom. I mean, this is what you came to Australia for. These are the things that you wanted to achieve. When dad got back, I went for another jog with dad and it was great. My breathing was sustained. I pace well and those new Dunlops are cushioning my knees, but not starting any new trends. Dad cooked fish again. The trout, however, is far more bearable and if nothing else, is bloody good for me. Rancid. I exchanged several texts through the day with Irene who wants to go out tomorrow. Irene! Is there a song about an Irene that I can sing? As do I. Is there a song about an Irene that I can sing? Uh, It's like a slower one. I can't think of one. I'm thinking of Jolene. That's not Irene. No, but Jolene by Dolly Parton. The White Stripes. Jolene. Yeah. Jolene. Yeah. Jolene. The White Stripes covered it. Right. But it's Dolly Parton's song. Very well. But that's not the one I listen to. It doesn't matter. Anyway. That's who sang. You can't say, you cannot say Jolene is by the White Stripes. It's by Dolly Parton. It was covered by the White Stripes. And that was what I was thinking of. But Jolene's not Irene. Well, so I let's get back like to the that. text. Irene, 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 Irene. It's about stealing a man though. So... After today, I felt a bit strung out. Irene and I had arranged to meet up and go down to the botanics. I was a bit nervous and a bit excited at the same time because we had a little bit... and coming your pants at the same time. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) We had a bit to straighten out. I was ready long before she arrived. You are so serious. You've like had one fumble and you are planning your life with her. Am I? Yes. You are so serious about it. I was ready long before she arrived. It's like middle of the night. Where is she? Where is she? Down at the gardens, we just lounged around and talked and kind of avoiding what we needed to talk about. Us. What I wanted to establish. Stop saying us. You've had one fumble. (laughs) My God. What I wanted to establish. This is way too formal. That's what what I mean. You're so serious. What I wanted to establish was if she had the same feelings for me, which she had before. I don't know if it's because uh, we're old family friends, but I get the impression that she is concerned. uh, She is as concerned as I am about how it could all go wrong. I'm optimistic about it, though. In an attempt to talk about the gritty things rather than just the change of scenery, we moved to South Bank and found a nice secluded spot there. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, Eventually, we oh. had the chat we needed, and Irene referenced heavily to something I'd said about convenience. That is, I mean, convenience in regards to hitting it off with one another at her place on the 2nd of September. 
She doesn't want to drag me into another relationship. She wants me to feel comfortable. Into another relationship. Into Well, actually, it does say, yeah, into a relationship, which she wants me to feel comfortable with. Uh, but I know she's frustrated because I can't seem to muster the courage to just jump on board. That sounds exactly like me. Whilst we didn't make great strides physically, once she dropped me back at mine, we kissed to set it straight. She's excited because she's getting a new place at the Gold Coast for herself, and I'm invited. I had nothing to do today, so I decided to just go for a swim at QUT. I'm feeling quite energetic at the moment, been jogging heaps, and I decided to spare myself from the jog by doing the swim. It's getting warmer already, we're up to about 26 degrees, but it was comfortable enough today when I walked to the pool. I felt like people were looking at me, like checking me out. <laughs> My confidence you've is got, high. I was going to say, you've got one girl that's giving you a kiss and you're suddenly like, oh my God, just everywhere I go. Strutting around like posing. It's like I'm famous. I can't go anywhere. I'm just so handsome. <laughs> Everyone stares at me. Oh, like timely ego boost though. How long have I been down for? Well, this is true. But you've just like, you are a complete swings and roundabout. You've gone from like, I'm the ugliest person in the world. No one can even bear to look at my hideous chud face to you got kissed by one girl and you're like, I cannot leave leave this house uh, without being harassed. I'm basically Brad Pitt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you want my autograph? <laughs> I thrashed out in the pool immediately. In fact, I went out so quickly after 200 metres I was breathless. And I tried some sets later on, but I'm not as quick as I used to be. I remember I used to swim even when it hurt. I used to think nothing of a 400 metre warm-up, but today I only did about 1.2 kilometres. It's all good exercise though. After my swim, I chilled out in the botanics with my sandwich, which was so relaxing. Then I walked back through the city and on the tram, train, Pam rang me. Guess how you spoke rang? With a W? With a W. I'm quite surprised that you walked back through the city and got on public transport with all these people. Mm. What did Pam say? Went in to touch you. Uh, she was passing on some potential in job information, which was nice. Pam is one of only two people who know about me and Irene. Irene says she told her best mate Sarah too. I don't mind that at all. Of course you don't. So Pam's, it makes Pam's, it official. Uh, Pam is our own sister. Yeah. Makes me feel okay about telling Matt Wilson and Seb, but that's only because they have no contact with my family. Well, I'm totally broke now and have fuck all to do. I don't even have bus fare. I just checked. I have 25 cents. 25 cents to my name? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I knew today was never going to be one to savour being broken all, but it actually got worse in many respects. First, I woke up about quarter to seven and I thought it was about nine. I went back to sleep and woke up at 11.30. I got up, used what little milk was left on crappy Fruit Loops. Then I pushed open the blinds to let a bit of light in. Then all these snapping sounds fly by me, sending pieces of plastic all over the shop and the whole bloody curtain falls on me. <laughs> <laughs> I like totally saw that in my mind's eye in slow motion. Like, and you just like pull it around. <laughs> no, no, no. I seemed to be destined to wreck dad's house unintentionally. I tried to repair it and it was no use. Then I went for a piss and it wasn't right. It was this orangey brown colour and there were these little pieces of black and brown solids. Oh my God. Fuck me, I'm melting from the inside out. <laughs> <laughs> I called mum for some medical advice. It was seven in the morning in England. She hadn't got up, but I was in a panic. Go see the doc. You've got a urinary infection, she said. It was good to chat, but I started getting these horrible visions of cock and cavity cleansing. And whether I'd be sedated, you've got an infection in your penis. <laughs> I got myself together. I'm not medically trained. This is true. And also, you can't afford going to the doctor in Australia. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Can you examine my penis? 
Here's 25 cents. It's just, that's all I can offer you to look at my penis. I got myself together, reality check, but every time I pee for the rest of the day, it was the same. I told dad reluctantly, it was a fine move to tell him about the pee before the busted curtains. He will take me to his doctor's tomorrow. I hope it's not too painful. I hope my kidney is okay too. I started drinking lots of water and that is making things a bit better already. What a day. What a day. You broke the curtains and you broke your penis. Yeah. I enrolled at the local library and got myself two paper two paper two, pa- <laughs> two paper bags. <laughs> You're trying to speak French. Two paper bags. Ba, 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 ba. Two paper bags to fend off the ensuing boredom of another week. You're still doing quite well with using money when you have none. Yeah, things seem to be moving. I'm pretty on. sure you're going to complain soon about your dad being tight when he's literally funding your entire lifestyle. Yeah. Dad and I went to Granny and Grandpa's early so we could stop at Sandgate for a walk. I've got walk in commas. As Dad had originally put it, as it turned out, there was a little hidden agenda which Dad had. He wanted to visit the site for which he was doing a painting. Oh, my God. Not only did I have to mince around for a while while he did that, but we... Why am I watching him paint? I could just imagine him with, like, his fingers in, like, yeah. picture frame. Yeah, we're going to Granny and Grandpa's. Just... But first, I've got to do something. Just sit and watch me paint. <laughs> Several important things happened today. I woke up to find a message on my phone. A voice message had been left by Scott Taylor of Terrain. I didn't hesitate in calling him. He invited me in for an informal visit tomorrow to show some of my work. I was on a real high after that. Once past midday, I rang Dr. Courtney, rang with a W, uh, Dr. Courtney for the results of my tests. The results showed high levels of blood in my urine. Yeah, well, I could have come to that conclusion. Suggesting the possibility of kidney stones or a cyst. I told Dad and he came back from work early to take me to the practice where the doctor reiterated what had already been said. The result was a referral to a specialist, my former specialist, Dr. Jay Burke. So I knew Dr. Burke from when I was like six yeah, months old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is an ideal opportunity to catch up with um, the very doctor who oversaw my childhood kidney complications. I shall organise the appointment tomorrow. Having- and Asher Dad's paid a <clears throat> $200 gap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think about having had this interview today. I couldn't really suss out Scott Taylor of Terrain Landscape Architects. His intimidating height, a massive tash, make him look like a youth's cricket club coach from the 80s. He seems to be a fairly laid back, level-headed bloke, and I was glad he was honest with me. He liked my enthusiasm, my work, but I think he's after someone with more proven CAD credentials. Spelt crudentials. Credentials. Credentials. Well, I guess my... So you do have credentials. But my CAD skills were crud. That's why you've got credentials, not credentials. Yeah. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) But having said that is encouraging because he wants to look at the module breakdown from the uni course I did, along with some academic proof of degree attainment. I also got a call off Irene. It's Glenn's birthday party, Pam's fella, so I'm invited to come along to whatever's happening. So that's all groovy. Groovy. (laughs) So groovy. I thought it would be the best to get this extra information along to Scott Taylor sooner rather than later, so I decided to drop it off. This way it would be quicker, and I actually handed the documents to him so he knows I'm keen. Then, well, that's, that's pretty a smart that's move. Proactive. Yeah. You know, you always hear about it, how much people enjoyed their time at uni, but you rarely hear about the few years afterwards. Well, if those few years were anything like the five or so months thus far that I'm in for some harsh realities, nothing seems to be clicking for me. I'm skint, I'm bored, and my love life feels like it's in bloody limbo. 
I just saw a showing of the Full Monty on Channel 7. It brought back memories of Sheffield. The friendships, the experiences, those are the things that really count. I can't help but reminisce. I want to go back to the start. I want to be unloading the car for the first time at the annex at Earnshaw Halls. Maybe I would understand it all a bit better. I only reminisce because I'm bored. Uh, it's amazing how tiring it is to do nothing. I hope Glenn's birthday is good uh, tomorrow because I'm up for some partying. I just fancy getting fucked up and um, crashing on someone's couch with a smile. I wonder who that someone could be. Throw me a freaking bone here. I got the call from Irene on when she would pick me up and what the plans were. When she arrived at 5.30, I was taken back. She looked great, having made an effort to look hot for Glenn's birthday house party. Giggity. <laughs> I should have told her, oh, Marcus, no game. Bye. You probably just, you probably thought you'd be really cool. And I bet you were just like babbling nonsense and probably sweating at the same time. Yeah. No, no information that suggests that was the case. No, I, the, I, my information is knowing you for 15 <laughs> years. It was interesting meeting the youth of the area. What is, who are you? The youth. The youth. The youth. Glenn has some sound mates. I spent most of the time with Irene and got pretty stoned, and, but I had booze too and felt shit. I think that had adverse effects on later sexual episodes, but I feel the bonds of affection. For fuck's sake, Mark. Honestly, you are giving us literally no details whatsoever, apart from this absolute bullshit. Lost my virginity though. Is this here? Yeah. Is this... Is that all you've said about losing your virginity? <laughs> is, was that when you did it? Yeah. September the 25th, 2004. Yeah. We have been building up to this moment uh-huh. for 17 episodes. Yeah. And this is all you fucking write about losing your virginity. <laughs> well, what do I say the next day? Is there anything else? It better be fucking The problem good. is with this particular diary is it's, it divides the weekend days up in half pages, so you can't add as much detail. Um, I think if you wanted to, you could have just written more about actually having sex Where? and losing your virginity. Just keep writing. Or like, say, go to page 75 and write somewhere else. She I, arrives. I don't compliment her. We go yes. to the house party. We get stoned and have terrible sex. Yeah, because you had booze and felt shit. And then you lost your virginity. You've not even used the word, I am so... Hey, you're getting this wrong. This is the perfect way to lose your virginity. Because it's never going to be good sex anyway, is it? No, it's not going to be good sex, but I want you to at least hear about it. <laughs> like, word for word. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> just uh. how you feeling, how it was, any awkward fumbles, how you feeling the day well, after. like, I mean, look, how is this going to work? Like, I've just lost my virginity. I'm not going to whip out a fucking diary and start to write about my experience. <laughs> I mean, that would bring me great fucking joy. Just bear with me, Irene. I just need five minutes to just jot this down so I don't forget. It's for my future TV show because this is going to be put into a TV show. Right, let's see what you said the day after. Today was great, despite being tired. It was a good tired to be. Irene the Wonder Chef cooked breakfast and we all had a good chat. After a discreet number two... I felt better. Must have been something you ate. For a second, I thought you meant like discreet second sex, but you didn't. You meant a shit. Why are you talking about taking a shit the day after you lost your virginity? (laughs) It's so disappointing. (laughs) We decided that we, we decided that there was no more logic in doing anything other than going to the beach, which despite being a hot drive away, turned out to be a good decision. Irene drove me, Glenn and Pam to Malula Bar and the atmosphere in the car was easy to relate to. I like these people. 
The beach wasn't overly crowded, but in typical school holidays, we all crisped on the beach and then waded into waves of cold water. You have written more about going to the beach and more description than you did losing you. I am so upset. <laughs> the reason I wanted to read these diaries was for September the 25th, 2004. Uh-huh. And you give me nothing. I wouldn't have even known that you'd lost your virginity if you hadn't have specifically said just now. Uh-huh. That was it. I thought I would drop that in there. <laughs> you look so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. Eventually, I rendezvoused, spent, spelt terribly at Granny's, and myself and Dad and Grandpa went to Sizzler's, where I stuffed myself. Super weekend. Super weekend is how you sum up. You have been trying to lose your virginity since day fucking one of these times. It was an epic weekend. Clearly. Yeah. But we didn't hear any of the details, did we? No. Everyone's going to stop listening to this podcast now because Why? everyone's been waiting for this moment. And if they're anywhere near as disappointed as I am, they will just turn off in protest and I wouldn't blame them. I might, elaborate. I might talk about it further on in the diary. Gosh. I don't know. Darn it. I just don't know. I just don't know what to feel anymore. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is amazing. Menswear retail, cafe waitstaff, all the usual positions were there, but I decided to follow up a more interesting line of work, modelling. Oh yeah. I you did not, you did not try and be a model. <laughs> after like... Check out my blue steel. After, <laughs> it's because, do you not remember when you walked through town and everyone People thought you were really obviously handsome? obviously check my out. And so. I know, everyone was taking you out because you didn't think that you were attractive like three weeks ago. But now that you kissed a girl, you just noticed everyone looking at you. Just so maybe tra- you should transformed, be... Transformed, transformed. <laughs> maybe you should be a model. I rang the agency, Ashala's, and organised an interview for this Arvo. I didn't know what to expect, but I shaved and put on a good top for them. I really want to know what top it was. Because <laughs> you used to have those black shirts that had, like, the fire emblem. Yeah. And you thought that was a good top, but that it was, was not. That was one of the only shirts I had, so it possibly was that. Yeah. yeah. Or a Marvin the Martian t-shirt. Yeah. When I arrived at the city centre location, I was initially quite daunted by the pictures of beautiful women on the wall and the shiny boutique appearance of it all. And when I sat down, I calmed down and realised that it was just a bit of plastic. I had been intimidated by the face value of something I know nothing about. The interview was fine, very brief though. The interviewer, a most beautiful brunette of about 25, ran through the details. I could only see one snag, a $495 tag on the price of pictures. Scam! Scam! Another scam which they represent you to their clients. The cost covers the photographer, a professional recommended on behalf of Ashala's. I organised a time on which these pro shots could be taken. You're going to try and ask, if, if you ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Marlon. Gosh, dad, you don't understand. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> there is zero chance your Give dad me the fucking money, man. giving you $500 to become a model. We don't know that. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I organized a time in which these pro shots could be taken the 12th of October, but I may change that as I need to bring a wardrobe to the photo shoot. They're not even bringing you, they're not even like giving you clothes. You have to bring your own clothes. I'm going to have to try and get an extension on my NatWest overdraft to cover the cost. Oh, <gasps> what am I doing? This is how handsome you think you are now. You're going to extend your overdraft. It's, oh. just, it's such a, like a vanity. Well, let, let's see what happens. But Ashala's guarantee you at least a minimum return on the investment. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. A minimum? That could be like, here's 10 bucks, bugger off. No, no, no. Like, return on investment, I think, means like, I think I once did one of these scams where MySpace first started, but I only paid 50 pounds. 
So you did get scammed. Yeah, they told me that I had really nice eyes and uh-huh. that they'd be good for modeling glasses and stuff. Right. Okay. How do you work out it was a scam? Because they, I sent them the money in and they literally never spoke to me again. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> you do have beautiful eyes, though. Oh, look at you saying nice things to me. That never happens, thanks. Uh, I don't see the catch. <laughs> <laughs> I very much see the catch. <laughs> Is there one? I'm not in it for egotistical reasons. Bullshit. I don't even rate myself, but the job says all shapes and sizes, and the interviewer said I had a great look. (laughs) (laughs) It's more ego stroking. I would have loved it. Tech tennis with Irene. La la la. You are just... These, like, two or three days have been the best days of your life. You lost your virginity. You've been told how handsome you are. You have found a way to make money that is definitely not a scam. I'm beginning to think that this modeling thing might be a no-go. Firstly, I haven't got 500 bucks you need to do the pro photo shoot. Secondly, trying to extend my overdraft in order to get 500 bucks, I run the risk of mum finding out, I'm scared of my mother, through complications on setting up an online banking system. And thirdly, I just fear I'm becoming a scam magnet. (laughs) At least you've got some awareness. I'm savvy enough. However, despite this, oh no, there are several days before the photo shoot occurs and I'm going to see if things pan out smoothly. Uh, it would be a cool as hell way of making money. I felt like such a glutton uh, after eating a whole packet of burger rings. <laughs> I'm going to be a model. I'm going to eat some burger rings. But later relinquished myself by... Relinquished myself? That's not the right word. By going for a jog in which burgering fat most probably seeped from every pore. Serves me right. Delicious. I'm feeling the pressure of this obligation to do Barry and Bronwyn's landscape design. They went to the trouble of getting the books and all, but I'm not as enthusiastic as I was. That's been my ongoing problem. Not just with this. I seem to lose interest. And when that happens, I just get bored. I can outline my own convictions, but I can't cure them. It's like you, you're definitely desperately trying to find a job. Barry and Bronwyn had offered you an opportunity to do an actual landscape design and prove something that's on the ground it's one of those things that i should definitely have done to at least put something in a portfolio yes 100 percent. yeah i did eventually do some clothes washing and ironing cold cold some of the phones i'd sent my cv to but in the end i was back on the couch dad brought the laptop home and after dinner i was surfing away i went to ashala's website made me feel better about things and if i can get my overdraft extended i'll do it i still want to do it don't i do it's because you've convinced yourself how handsome you are now yeah you model like material (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't feel as much of a need to go and lose as much weight as I can. They want all shapes and sizes. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing to try and convince myself it's a good idea. That's why you like it, because you're like, I don't have to try hard. I don't have to try and be fit and lose weight. I bet this so is just, how they real people in, though. That, that, that line but is like that's such what a catch. They did, that's what they did for me. I remember they contacted me on MySpace and... They said, you know, we're looking for models. And I was like, oh, I'm like a size 12. I'm not, you know, model material. And they were like, no, no, you know, we can use all shapes and sizes. And you've got such beautiful, you know what I mean? Like they picked something. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you've got such beautiful eyes. You could do glasses or you could do like hand modeling or, you know, your hair's really cool. You could do hair modeling. Like, so they just tell people that they're looking for everything. Uh-huh. And strokes people ego. People think it's easy money. They're like, oh, we guarantee that you'll get your money back from your first job. This place guaranteed that they would get me a booking within 30 days. <laughs> and I remember messaging them back after like the 30 days. And I messaged them like for weeks. And yeah. they just never, ever responded. Nah. And like, I can even remember the girl's MySpace profile picture. And like looking back now, it was blatantly just a... 
like stock photo. I think this like new technology comes along and people just aren't that savvy about it and they use those platforms as scams. Oh, for sure. Well, have you not like the latest scams now, they can spoof people's voices and someone spoofing my voice would call my mum and be like, I've kidnapped your daughter. And then she can hear me screaming in the background. Yeah. And they're like, you know, if you want to get her back, then you have to give me so much money. Like loads of people have been thinking about that because they're spoofing people's voices. Yeah. It's insane. They could, please don't do this to us, but they could do this because we have so many podcasts recorded. They could run that through an AI to be able to create. Well, that's what they do, but it doesn't take, but it doesn't take much. Like people have, you know, the voices everywhere, even just you upload a video to Facebook and you've got your voice on there. Like, yeah, it doesn't take much. That's that's pretty scary. They can use like your voicemail because they Mm. spoof people's mobile numbers. But like, it's scary though. Like, and I get it and not being, you know, not being tech savvy or whatever, like your first instinct is survival mm. always. Mm. Well, let's see if I take the bait on this scam. Yeah, so they want all shapes and sizes. I shouldn't get wrapped up in it, should focus on landscape. That is correct, you should. The last time I had paid work was April the 25th. No wonder you're out of cash. April the 25th and it's now September the 30th. Yeah, May, June, July, August, September. So you're like five whole months with no cash. And you've paid for your trip to Australia. I've barely been in the country. That's what I mean. And I'm sure like your first couple of weeks will have just been filled with spending money. Feels like a long time ago, but I'm sure ready for work now. The thing is, the only work experience you've got is working four hours a week in a co-op. But now you're like actually applying to go and work at landscape firms and work full full time. (laughs) You say you're ready for work. As soon as you get into it, you'll hate it. Yeah. I just about do any of the jobs I've applied for quite happily. I've applied for around 16 positions with various firms. You haven't applied for 16 positions. Maybe I rang all of them, didn't but I? Yeah, but that's not applying for a position. But like emailing them, that's what I'm considering as an application. <laughs> so funny. I've done the bare minimum. I'm going to say I've done the absolute maximum. <laughs> when I called the more promising landscape practices again today, I had mixed feedback. Some firms just admitted they had no positions available. Others told me to get back to them. But Wilson Architects, although recently gave their position to others, invited me to come to their office. I don't know the fellow's name I spoke to, but I'm going to the practice on Monday for 4pm. On a physical note, today I went swimming at Newmarket, but felt tired. A very funny thing happened on the way down now. I went to the chemist to get some anusol. <laughs> anusol. Anusol. For hemorrhoids. What? Why? Why are you telling me this? this and you is, won't this, tell... Okay. This is good. I went to the chemist to get some anusol and then thought whilst I was there, I may as well pick up some condoms too. Well, this amused the woman behind the counter and it was only after I bought these items I realised what she may have been thinking. Ha. Anyway, is that the story? Is that the story? I'm implying that you know, she thought I was taking it up the ass. Yes, but still, like, why are you telling Pretty awkward. It is not awkward at all. It's not awkward. I mean... You say that woman was amused. I don't think she was. I think it's you just seeing things in the world again that don't happen. Maybe, maybe. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. It's it's like me in my early 20s. Like That's what I mean, yeah. You'll have been super, super paranoid about it. Yeah. Well, that was an event for months. What a month, man. Well, I mean, there's lots of like... I feel like there should have been more fireworks. Adventure. There's a lot of perceived adventure because you told us a lot of detail on stuff that we don't care about, but haven't told us enough detail on things we do care about, like your losing virginity. 
Well, maybe I'll start to give a bit more detail in months to come. Well, I hope so. Disgusting, disgusting detail. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't want that much. Well, no, we do. We do. No, we, we can don't. Laugh at it. No, we don't. I think I want a detail on the virginity because it will be comical. And, well, I want to find out how your modelling career goes. Yeah. Do I become a model? Do I have more sex? Do you become a model? I mean, the question is in the short term or the long term, because we both know in the long term the answer is a very large no. Do I call that Jess back? Well, no, because you've had sex with Irene now and you kept returning to you as us. I That's think- the first time... In all of these times. Is that, that, is that the first sign that I think we're an item? You thought you were an item from like the first kiss? Maybe we need to read Irene's diaries from September the 25th. That would be funny. That would be funny. Had the worst experience of my life last <laughs> night. I really like Mark and I thought he might be better, but he was two pumps and a squirt. I, I could only imagine that it was rubbish, but Maybe then afterwards even... I would be like, I'm no longer a virgin. Maybe you like didn't even get it in the hole and you just rubbed it between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll get some more information. Hopefully. Bye. Yeah, no longer a virgin. Bye. <laughs> no longer a virgin. Just saying. He says with two children. <laughs> <laughs> no longer a 21-year-old virgin. Yeah. That's like, it's exciting. Uh-huh. I'm excited for you. I, what, what did you want to hear out of curiosity? Like more details, like who started it, how long it lasted, what position you did. Moreover, like I wanted to hear the like enjoy, like the excitement and the joy the next day. Like I wanted the next day to start with, this is the first day I'm waking up and I'm not a virgin. I feel on top of the world. A girl likes me. I've got my dick wet. Like that's the kind of shit. <laughs> That I wanted to, I wanted to hear your reaction to losing your virginity because the entire like university life for you has been, oh, nobody finds me attractive. Nobody wants to come anywhere near me. You know, I like all of these girls and none of them are interested and you've been so down about it. And you finally, that's what I mean. You finally got it. And it's clear that you now think you are the most handsome man in the world. because yeah, you it's, gone to, it's gone to my head. It has. It has. Because you can't walk five metres in the street without people looking at you and staring at you because you're just so very handsome. Uh-huh. And, you know, you've now gone for a modelling career. So it obviously has, like, lifted your spirits, which is great. But I really wanted to hear you, like, talk about how, like, genuinely how you felt. I won't have been confident enough to even put pen to paper on that and I don't which is insane because it, then you talk about having hemorrhoids <laughs> and going and like getting anusol for your butthole and pee in no, your urine pee, yeah. no you had you did not have pee in your urine you did have pee in your urine but you had blood <laughs> in your urine yeah, urine, urine in my blood no blood in your urine oh, I forgot to say blood in my urine <laughs> Jesus can we stop this fucking podcast now please bye goodbye I'm not a virgin. You're I'm not, not a virgin. And that is the end of the episode. Spread the badly written word. Click like, subscribe, and follow Badly Written Boy. We thank our dedicated listener base. Thanks, Matt.